Maku, Maku, Shaku Maku, everyone. It's a fine midweek edition of Hat Facts. I'm sure you've been enjoying all our programming on Nigeria Info from the Morning Crossfire to the Media Dialogue, Longtime Magazine, and Hat Fact. And we promise you that this will be a big show because it's been a dramatic historic 24 hours all the way from Tehran to Abuja and so like we usually do we will begin uh, with the big three I think the weather is beginning to cool off a little bit um, well a hit up more like it uh, Hamatan is just beginning to make its way out and the hot sun descending on all the sons and daughters of men and on the big three today if it's possible that you could slice tension and the uneasy calm that uh, is finding its way between Tehran and Washington. It will be a big chunk. Uh? Scores of uh, airstrikes fired at U.S. military bases in Iraq uh, by Tehran has left diplomats scoring to make statements here and there. In the eye of the storm, U.S. President Donald Trump was still waiting for all that important um, press conference to happen in the United States following those um, attacks uh, by Donald Trump Say for the tweet he put out, all is well. I can say all is well for everyone in Nigeria as we go through all of the big stories on the big three. The commissioner of police, um, Kimo Dumosu in Lagos State, has held his first security uh, briefing or conference or summit um, for the year. And a security correspondent, Ijoma Esek, will join us um, on the big three, as well as the big hat fact, where we're going to be looking at all of those things and the fallout of the summit. And we can discuss together with you, uh, residents of Lagos State, what to make of the security plans for the police for this year, 2020. And then on the big three's last story, wait for it, a 12-hour medical operation, which was carried out by 78 medical doctors to separate co-joined twins, not just at the abdomen, the entire rib cage ended successfully. I've seen the wonderful pictures of those two uh, lovely children uh, who went through the, the, through the operation. They've been 16 months old. Uh, doctors had to wait for a while for them to um, develop before they carried out this very, very um, crucial, sensitive operation and it did end well. And plenty of hope, I guess, for the country's health sector. We'll talk about that. We've got our correspondent in Abuja who are looking at, looking at the aftermath of that story. Uh, glass ceiling every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Uh, we, we're doing a, a, a focus on gender-based discrimination. Uh, Sandra's um, done a great um, a report on this. Uh, uh, this was in this December, yes. So for those of you who missed it, it's going to be another opportunity for you to listen to that interview and you know, learn a couple of things from that. Like I said earlier on the big hat fact, we're going to focus on security in Lagos State uh, on the sidelines of the security summit that happened um, earlier today. Uh, the high points from the commissioner of police and what the police planned for us in Lagos State. And after the news at six, the news uh, business will end. Uh, we got news update pepper away all the way till 7 p.m. We have a new show. It's going to make it a debut today called Leadership Insights with Dr. Maxwell Uba. And it's going to be happening every Wednesday from quarter past six in the year 2020. 
20. And so I'll be with Maxwell and then um, to just launch him in and then he can tell you a couple of things and you know I've had great conversations with him on the sidelines of this show and you learn a couple of things on leadership and business uh, many important things you think you know you can sharpen and hone your business and entrepreneurial uh, skills all right so we're ready for a great ride fast in the seat belts oh Karim it's time for us to launch this is the Big Three. The Big Three. On the Hard Facts. On 99.3. Nigeria Info. All right. Let's start with what is breaking. It's the biggest story in the world right now. Um, the United States President, Donald Trump, has responded to Iran's attack on U.S. and coalition forces in Iraq, saying that all is well. Uh, missiles launched from Iran at two military bases, um, saying that all is well. He went on to say assessment of casualties and damages uh, taking place now. So far, so good. We have the most powerful and well-equipped uh, military anywhere in the world by far. He went on to say, I will be making a statement tomorrow morning. It's morning already in the United States, and uh, we stand by at any time uh, Donald Trump gets uh, to make uh, that statement. Incidentally, there was also uh, another um, incident which happened in the early hours of this morning in rather late yesterday night in Iran. A plane went down, uh, Ukraine um, jet went down. It had about 170 passengers on board. Now, reports we are getting uh, suggest that um, that that plane went down shortly after takeoff, and Iranian authorities are saying it had nothing to do with the face-off with the United States, which um, the missiles going off almost about the same time. Uh, it didn't happen. Um, furthermore, the Iranian government has says it will not release the black box of this Boeing. Uh, jet to the United States, rather it will go ahead and conduct its own investigations and will work with the Ukrainian authorities in finding out exactly what happened, but has barred the United States from getting involved in this um, investigation for this tragic incident that happened. So back to the other, looks like everything's happening in Iran, right? Back to the missile attack that happened, we now understand that at least 22 at the last count missiles went off and now the reports uh, from pentagon even though it's not been confirmed that the iranian authorities deliberately targeted uh, places where american or the coalition troops in iraq will not get hot so we've been getting confirmation from the united kingdom from the united states in the last hour saying none of its personnel were uh, wounded in the attack Iran is also still talking tough, um, even though they do seem to suggest that this attack that happened at the U.S. bases at Ibil and uh, al-Assad. Um, a tweet from Iraq, Iran's foreign minister, Javad, Javad Zarif, said that um, Iran took and concluded uh, proportionate measures in self-defense. Uh, we do not seek escalation at war but we'll defend ourselves against any aggression, which seems to suggest that um, this attack that happened in Iraq against the U.S. bases will be a one-off. 
But then, uh, in, in the last hour, because this is such a fluid situation, there have been um, reports from the leadership of um, Iran's uh, Muslim body, that's Ayotala Khomeini, saying that um, this was just a warning and a slap on the wrist uh, to the United States, uh, which is interesting because of um, ballistic missiles, if you think about it, uh, something that will um, definitely cause um, uh, damage. And so the reactions have began to pour in. And then um, in Nigeria too, we've got also um, responses also to the federal government. Uh, the President Muhammad Buhari in the last couple of hours has had meetings with um, the GMD of the Nigeria National Petroleum Corporation, uh, Mila Kiari, as well as he will be meeting later on today uh, to meet receiver, the Minister of Petroleum. Uh, because of the possibility of um, the, the price of um, crude oil has been on the upward increase following this tension. At last count, I was checking $69 a barrel. We'll head over $70 most likely uh, the longer this goes on. Uh, Nigeria's benchmark is set at $53, uh, $54 a barrel. So those discussions are something we should also uh, keep a close eye on. We're going to take a quick break and when we come back, I will open the phone lines and get your reactions to the escalation of tension in the Gulf. Please keep on listening. Stay right here on the Big Three on 99.3. Cherry Info. This is the Big Three. The Big Three. On Hard Facts. On 99.3. Nigeria Info. Oh, welcome back. Um, so we are going to start to take calls, get your reaction to this fluid developing story in the Gulf uh, between Tehran and Washington. People have thought uh, that after the assassination of Qasem Soleimani, maybe, maybe Iran uh, will do nothing or will do something. More, more people expected this to happen. And so it has happened and now reactions have started to fall coming. I just read uh, UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson saying Iran not to repeat those attacks again, calling them, uh, in his words, um, uh, calling them, in his words, uh, reckless and dangerous. That's the UK Prime Minister Boris uh, Johnson. All right, numbers to call 0127709930127719930127729930, and then 0127739930. Uh, call us and tell us what you make of the going ongoing tension in the Middle East. You can also talk to us on um, on WhatsApp. Our uh, uh, while the number of WhatsApp. Let me, let me take in quickly the calls coming in, and let's hear what you have to say. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon. Please, what's your name and where you calling from? My name is Doctor Jude. I'm calling from Agopalasway. All right, Doctor Jude. Um, well, regarding to this topic, I just want to. Um, say something. I, I I was going through my Twitter account and I saw a post by Trump saying that um, they, they, they are feeling up, they know that Nigeria is um, beside um, Iran, both actively and passively. What I want to say is this, I am. I think the topic or the narrative for in Nigeria here should change. These things they are doing in Abuja, Shiite and the rest, something that does not concern them. I think it is time for people like you 
and those in power to start talking to people to stay on their lane instead of causing us trouble here in Nigeria. Mm. That's what I just want to say, sir. Oh, okay, thank you very much uh, for your comments. Thank right. you, sir. Let's see who we have um, next. Hello. 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 Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon. This is Rotimi from Oh, Rotimi, you have the floor. Please go ahead. Where is your first lady? Hi, uh, Sandra is a bit under the weather, so she's taking oh, okay. some time just to... Uh, uh, was she in Kano for where, where the Hamata has, has <laughs> the most... <laughs> Uh, now, uh, just 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 a point of correction. You said in your intro that Ayatollah Khomeini said it was a slap on the wrist. He oh. said it was a slap on the face, please. Oh, sorry about if I I knew it was a slap. I, okay. Uh, yeah. So slap okay. on the face. Good. Just that. Good. Okay. And you know, let me add that no matter how you you see, there's a way to hit uh, a terrorist and not turn him into a hero. Hmm. Donald Trump made a calculated mistake. I mean, not a, a blunder, right? Hmm. Hmm. One, he wanted to win a re-election. All over the world, uh, Soleimani is known as a terrorist all over the world, uh, you know, across the globe. But two former presidents in America never just let him be. You know, there's a way to, wisdom dictates all the time that you allow sleeping dogs to lie. Because when you kill the dog, you give yourself a bad name instead of the dog. So, even, I just monitor the CNN right now, and some very top former military brass in America are already condemning Donald Trump for going all out to kill Suleimani. Mm. He shouldn't be betting on it that it will, it will one, make him to skip his impeachment, which has been done in right. the House of Reps, right. and then win the re re-election. And there was a man who condemned uh, Barack Obama way back and condemned uh, Clinton for, mm. for doubling into mm. the Middle East. And now he's found himself in that cold de sac again. Mm. Which is an irony, really. An irony. Thank you very much, Rutimi. And Thank you. See yeah. whether, Thank whether Donald Trump will be able to come out of that call uh, the sack. Let me go to my second story so that um, we get enough time for us to be able to talk about all of these stories uh, once we're done with them. Um, on WhatsApp, our number is 0809-597-5805. So you can go load, load in your comments there and I will take them, I promise you, once it's time to engage with you one more time. And engage we will um, with security where Ijoma Esek has... Um, just uh, covered a security conference, uh, the first for the Commissioner of Police in Lagos State, Hakim Odumosu. Uh, and uh, the high point of um, that summit was um, when he said that we will, that the police guarantee the socioeconomic well-being of people and enhance their quality of life. Um, and he wants to do this through a more courageous, dedicated, humane, and professional police um, force in the state. Hello, Ijoma. Hello. Good afternoon. All right. I know you're on your way back, and uh, we can have a big discussion by 5 p.m. on um, the okay. outcome of the summit. But but tell us, what, what um, the, the Commissioner of Police um, have to say in a nutshell on what the police hope to achieve in Lagos State for this year? Okay, the city Akim Odumosun right. disclosed that this year the police is ready, men and officers are ready mm. to 
to ensure that crime is reduced, reduced to its barest minimum. Mm. And he also uh, said that, irrespective of the fact that police um, the men have been briefed on tackling crime and criminality, mm. that it is not, he is not going to condone any officers mm. that will go out of their way or that will do what is wrong. Mm. I must make mention that I must give kudos to the city because we also announced to negotiations that bail is free. He emphasized it. Mm. That anyone that offers bail mm. to any officer, right. the officer and the giver, the giver of the bail, when uh, the officer is arrested mm. and prosecuted, if mm. arrested. Mm. He also made mention of the fact that legal states that Nigeria and negotiations. Right. And in fact, everyone and now um, security intelligence, and they also have mobile phones to do a whole lot. Mm. He said everyone is now a journalist, everyone is now a photographer, and everyone is now a videographer. Mm. And appealed that any police officer that's caught right. doing anything wrong, that people, they shouldn't be scared. They should bring out smartphones phones and video or pictures of the police officers and send it to his office. He has a special unit well, that handles right. so, Well, that, that, uh, that's, in, that's interesting because I, I'm wondering um, with the several journalists who are there uh, going by incidents in the past where um, residents um, did flat bring out their devices to um, take pictures of, or videos of policemen trying to solicit for a bribe or doing anything illegal, uh, put themselves in harm's way when they did that. So is he assuring that people are going to be safe to go ahead and um, take pictures or videos of policemen who are soliciting for bribe, for example? Yes, he did. He did say that. But I must also make mention of the fact that, yes, negotiators and everyone, listeners should be mindful of the way they bring out their gadgets to take these pictures or do their videos. Mm. Because we all know that it is not all the police officers um, that will adhere strictly to this advice. Right. And they wouldn't want the situation whether they'll be manhandled by police officers. So I'm going to have, by this is my own personal opinion, <laughs> they should try as much as possible, irrespective of the fact that you want to get them on tape, you want to get them on camera, try as much as possible to do this discreetly. Mm, 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 mm. So, so besides that, what else, what else again did you, did we get from that, um, uh, press um, conference with the police. Okay, um, the police commissioner also reeled out his achievement uh, between twenty I and mean, between November twenty nineteen when he has used office <laughs> to break. I, 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 I would like to see. I would like to see his um, his scorecard. I mean, this is just November. This is two months, right? Yes. And he has a, a scorecard already. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so he made mention of the fact that so far, 447 suspects mm. have been arrested. They arrested from criminal hideouts mm. in different parts of Lagos. Good. And this place, here he made mention of the fact that they arrested people, mm. including Ikorodu, mm -hmm. Agege, Utire, Ishari Oshu, mm. and Oshobi. Mm. And he said that the people that were arrested, yes, of course, that they trained them and they released those that have no questions to answer. Okay. And he also said that, yes, of course, a lot of people have raised the fact that um, 
Those arrested should be released within 24 hours after arrest, as the law says. But he also emphasized on the fact that most of the people, that criminals, mm. robbers, um, other criminals cannot be released under 24 hours. Mm. Especially those arrested with guns mm. and firearms, mm. that they will need to keep them to investigate and to ensure that they push them to the court to take decisions on any matter that has to do with them. Mm, 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 mm. All, all right, Ijoma. Uh, uh, we're going to have a big discussion with Ijoma by 5 p.m., so look out for that interview. Um, Ijoma security correspondent, uh, thank you very much. You're welcome, Adoga. Okay. So, well, she's given us a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about. And I think I can take well, one quickly one, two, three calls uh, on this one. Um, tell me what you think. The police say, whip out your device, your phone, if you see a policeman um, abusing his uniform by collecting bribe or engaging in any illegal activity you think he should not be involved and they will act on it. That's Hakim Odumoso, the commissioner for police in Lagos State. Are you going to do that? Let me hear what you have to say. Hello. Hello, good evening, Aro. Good evening. Shaku Makushi. Uh, so let's let's start with Iran. The first Iran. Go ahead. Uh, the first story, Iran. This Iran. is my anyway. Yeah, go ahead, am I? Um you see when the crocodiles are talking, then the lizard comes and he's having an opinion. <laughs> you see Who's the lizard I, here? I told Sandra, when people that have nuclear power exchanging words, then Nigeria is going to talk. <laughs> I saw it with but I saw, the first call I mentioned it. You should not get involved though. This is not there. There are many reasons for the war. Forget what you see on the media, there are many reasons for the war. First is the nuclear power deal, power show. Yeah. Do you understand? There's the oil in Iran. Yes. Plus, there's alliances in the Middle East. Many people don't even know. They're following social media, what posts and all that. Mm. So all this mm. thing, what they are mm. doing shite. We don't know the implication. Right. Before they mark us as a terrorist country, you know what that means? Not that they will fight us, but they'll cut aid to us. We that are running a deficit budget. Do you understand? They'll, they'll, do you know, a lot of things can go funny. So all these people are just jumping on things they don't understand. They should get a better, a better government. Nigeria is a secular state. Mm. They should always remember that. Mm. Mm. Nigeria is a secular state. Then also about the police in Nigeria and Lagos. Good. Hello, Chibida, um, we can, how are you there? I, I can hear you, Claire. Go, go ahead, yeah. please. About, about the police in Lagos State, you said you bring out your gadget. You see, uh, Chino Achebe said the, 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 the coward stood and pointed at the grave of the man that was brave. <laughs> Do you understand? So you want us to bring a, a, a phone, the person that is holding gun, so that you become a statistic. Oh, uh, right. You, you that's alive that can explain you. Mm. Uh, He's only going to be alive. Not to, yeah, it's easy for him to pontificate from his office in Ikeja. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone that's alive that can explain. Mm. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much, Emma. Uh, I'll take one more call and we'll get to the last story. Hello. Hello. Aha. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Please, well, what's the name and where are you calling from? Luluwafemi. Oh, Luluwafemi. How are you? Hi. Good. Hey, Makushi. <laughs> Yeah, they're low though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, my condolences to the people that lost their lives. Yes, know. yes. Um, let me start with Iran. You know, mm. I, I I kind of find it funny mm. when people don't look at the inside story, mm. look at the surface, and then they conclude. Mm. You know, um, I, I've been following this story for a very long time, mm. for a very long, even before it, this. Um, this bad. Yeah. No, I think before. before Hello, Luafemi. Hello. 
Yes, the the connection, unfortunately, is breaking. All right, so what we're going to do, uh, let me run the last story. So I think I would have at least uh, 15 minutes after that so I can, you know, we love to hear what you have to say. So the more we hear from you, the better for everyone. So the the final story, which I think is um, the icing on the cake, uh, depends on how you look at it. Um, Right, so uh, a set of co-joined twins had one lever, a protruding tummy and a lower chest have been successfully separated. A 12-hour surgery involving 78 medical personnel. Um, Remarkable. When I saw this story, I said we are going to go straight to this story and see how it happened. The twins were born on the 14th of August, 2018. um, And they quickly uh, constituted an interdisciplinary team, including uh, pediatric surgeons, cardiac surgeons, plastic surgeons, nurses, imaging experts, dermatologists, and other experts from various medical uh, disciplines, as well as support staff. So this was huge. This was a major um, a major uh, operation. One of the major challenges was that the twins came with their intestines bulging out of their lower part, lower part of the tummy, which was quickly resolved. Um, so... They were 16 months old before uh, the surgery happened. And what is remarkable is this was carried out at the National uh, Hospital in Abuja. Mm? So it was, it was done by Nigerian personnel. It was done with the required medical equipment in Nigeria. And no foreign aid was involved in the surgery. So I quote the Minister of Health here, Dr. Uh, Osage Ehanire, uh, who, who goes on to say that this is a big plus for the health sector. Francis Onoja is a correspondent in Abuja. Hello, Francis. Hello. Good, good evening. Ah, good evening. I, I hear it's a big day in Abuja following this um, uh, historic um, breakthrough in in uh, in medicine with the way the surgery happened for the co-joint twins yes i i covered it uh, we followed up on the story today in abuja great and uh, seriously it's a breakthrough tell us more okay um today we went to the national hospital as i yesterday a press conference was held at the national hospital to announce the fact that um Instead of conjoined twins, mm. they were separated. And what makes it uh, makes this one very unique is because they were conjoined at the heart and at the abdomen. Mm. And um, it was so critical that they shared the twins, shared just one liver. Wow. And if care was not really taken, one of the twins could have died. Mm. Mm. But to God be the glory, um, a team of 75 doctors wow. who were on ground and um, it's interesting to actually note that mm. there was no foreign doctor among doctors that carried out the surgery mm. and mm. doctors were led by uh, one professor Emmanuel Ame so, uh, they carried out the surgery for like 12 hours Wow! and I visited the hospital today and the twins they are really doing well you won't even notice that uh, <laughs> The surgery of such kind was carried out on the children. 
I mean, this this was a life or life or life or death matter. I mean, if anything could have just yes. gone wrong. Yes. Yes. And and you know, for the surgery to be carried out, National Hospital in Abuja carried out the surgery free of charge for the parents. Yes, that's something that's good. I, I hear it's about about fifty five, sixty thousand dollars the cost of the surgery, but that was waived. Yes, yes. In mm. Nigeria, they said at, at about twenty million naira. Wow. And the father of the twins is is a painter. Mm. Then uh, the mother of the twins is a full time housewife. So there was no way they could have raised that money in order to mm. carry out that surgery. Mm. But uh, the National Hospital said in line with the corporate social responsibility decided to carry out surgery hmm. free of charge for the parents. Hmm. And um, hmm. before carrying out surgery, the, uh, because after the kids were at the school, the conjunction was sent to right. at Nasarawa State, that's at the Federal Medical Center. In Kefi, right. Nasarawa State. Good. They had to monitor for 16 months because hmm. as I said, they were too young carry out the surgery on them. Mm-hmm. So they brought them to the National Hospital and monitored them for like 15 months. Mm-hmm. At least they would have grown to a certain level mm-hmm. for to carry out the surgery. Mm-hmm. So they carried out the surgery. It was really, really successful. And um, it's not the first time it's conjointly uh, separated in Nigeria. But Very true. It, in this case, this is like the first time it's happened. Um, no case of because mm. I never had one liver. Very true. You know, you know then uh, they had to, according to what I, the information I gathered today, the liver, mm. you know, they, they had to separate the liver correcting like mm. in one package. Mm. Mm. So they had to separate, uh, they had to separate the liver so that, you know, um, each, one, each of the cells will have one more, like fish shed. Uh, between the two, two, the two children, Very but true. obviously they are doing really well. Mm. And uh, as I yesterday that um, mm. uh, the health mm. minister came to the national hospital right. and other ministers, right. um, it's interesting to actually let you know that mm. the Ministry of Women Affairs Good. decided to um, give a job. This decided to give the mother of the, the, the twins a job yes, when she a job. Great. Yes, at the Ministry of Women Affairs. Brilliant. She, mm. she was a full time housewife, and so there was no way they could have been, been able to take care of All right. twins, especially after the surgery. And, um, you All know, right. after, after the time I went to the hospital, there, right. the mother was not around. She went to the Ministry of Women Affairs for documentation and oh. other things. What they did. All right. I look. I look forward to uh, Francis. You being at the Sanford party, so that we can have some more to talk about. But thank you very much, Francis uh, Onoja, Nigeria Info in Abuja. Thank you yes. very much. All right. And so that the ice icing on the cake, a cherry story, and there is hope. I guess you say for the country's healthcare sector. Seventy-eight. Medical personnel, 75 medical doctors, all of them Nigerians, no foreign aid, um, co-joined twins, like you heard Francis say, one lever they had, and that uh, had to be separated, and now they have both levers. Uh, the medical jargon, I can't get my <laughs> head around, that's why I'm not a medical doctor, but I'm sure you have something to say about all the story also, too. Tell me what you have to say about story one, the Iran-U.S. tension story two. What do you have to say 
about um, the security situation in Lagos State, police commissioner saying you can do the security work yourself by taking pictures and videos of erring rogue policemen. And story three, this story co-joined twins at the Tommy, successfully separated by 78 Nigerian medical doctors. So here we go. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon. Yes, good afternoon. What's your name, please, and where are you calling from? My name is I Square Okori. I'm calling from Ojo. All right, I Square, please go ahead. Yes. I think there is a big development that's happening in our medical sector. I think so too. Yes. Nigeria is a country that uh, has one of the best, or I think the best medical personnel mm. in the world. Mm. 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 Go to the UK, see a lot of them. Mm. They're working very well. Mm. You go to the US, see them. Mm. When they get there, they have been trained. They pass exams. From there, they go to the next stage. From there, they'll be going uh, like that. Our problem here is that uh, here is not structured. And our medical doctors, they are not paid. They are not well paid. Mm. Mm. They are not given the environment that they are needed mm. to be at the maximum, uh, you know, that is mm. of, of performance. Mm. That's why it seems like uh, most of us, uh, they are flying out of the country to get a better medical, yeah. uh, you know, activities in there. Right. So in essence, if you, so, if you, if you take care of the environment, you will produce this sort of result. But thank you very much. Uh, ice cream. Thank you. All right, who's next? Uh, hello. Hello. Hello, good afternoon. Yeah, and I'm calling back. <laughs> I hope your line is clearer this time, Ulua Femi. Okay. Um, so I was saying that before the attack, mm. um, remember the, during, um, the, the, there was this attack on the American embassy, right? Right. Yeah, I think that was what exacerbated the 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 attack, and and the, the, the followed by the intelligence um, that that clearly states that um, Solomoni was orchestrating an attack to, right. to kill more Americans. Mm. So, so I don't know why um, a lot of people are so dogmatic about the fact that American it it um, Iran. Mm. Now, mm. that's on the side, mm. and, and let me talk about the Nigerian police. You know, mm. just as how it is done in, in the Western world, policemen with um, cameras in, 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 on, on them. Mm. I, I think we should just adopt that um, pattern. It's going to help us. You know, when, when when we can monitor our police, we can monitor the activity and all that. And, and, and I think it is a great breakthrough coming from the medical um, sector it, it is a great pipeline. I think the international community should celebrate Nigeria Absolutely. at least for for once. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Luo Femi. Let's give credit to who credit is due. Eh? All right. Hello. Hello. Um, next. Hello. Good afternoon. Aha. Good afternoon. All right, Emmanuel. You uh, on to ninety nine point three Nigeria Info. Okay, let's spend a minute. Let me start with, with the breakthrough in Abuja. Mm, mm, mm. The, see, again, I salute the commitment of Nigerians mm. when it comes to doing their best with very little resources. Mm. Because when, when, for instance, I saw that movie, I looked at it with a very, very younger brother of mine mm. who were simply laughing because 
Um, I, I understand everything that is needed, you know, to save the life of those kids. Mm. And I, I once again, I agree the medical institution in Nigeria. Mm. They have done exceedingly well mm. in achieving that feat. Mm. That's what they want. And, mm. and let's swim in the Iran and America. Mm. And mm. If you look at it critically, uh, it is said that uh, when good people keep quiet, when evil is going on, mm. it, it will go wrong, mm. you know. Mm. And uh, there's nobody who can blame Trump for the action he has taken. That's a very necessary action, for instance. The individual, I understand, there are facts to prove that he, that he, he has a hand in virtually all the insecurity across the globe. And if, if that is the case, and the man is taken down, and America has come out to say, yes, we did, we did this. Why if a, a color before mine or mm. two colors before mine don't mm. mm. That indeed the individual, he read that the individual is is, is uh, uh, was mm. a terror a, a terror supporter. Mm. Mm. On that ground, would you now say that there are better ways to justify evil? <laughs> That's a very big question that nobody can answer. Mm. If we must be, if we must be our brother's keeper, if we must value humanity, mm. then there can't be any better way to justify evil. Mm. Yes, but then that's why, you, that's why you have the courts to judge yes, people yes, and say you yes. you are guilty for a crime. <laughs> there are instances where things are so extremist in nature. Nah. The individual who was taken down, mm. even his own people know. Mm. But well, there are politics that are being played with the lives of other people that are not too good. A situation where you want to look for justification to rhapsodize to rhapsodize evil. That is bad on its own. That's, and why, see, that's why it's people, a double-edged sword, people, uh, Imani. Yeah, so you, people, you throw the sword back. Okay, go ahead, please. Sorry. Let me round up. Yeah, quickly round people, up. Then. People from that part of the world, mm. Middle East, mm. they are, like we say in Pigeon Palace, mm. their mind they for their back. You understand? So they can do barely anything, you understand, mm. to give their lives to what they call their country that is sheer wickedness. Mm. Let me round off with the police head mm. who had said that Nigerians should use their phone mm. to be videoing policemen mm. whom are known, understand, mm. to flout the law of the police mm. even before the head of the police. Mm. And the least they could do is to do court martial and they go behind door and you see these people walking on the street again. There are better ways to manage all these things. You understand? Mm. The mm. police head should not put the lives of Nigeria further in danger by ordering them to be videoing people who who, who we know that whether they, they are they are they are deliberately wicked or they have chosen to travel that route. I've said it on many fora that the easiest way to build a better police force is not to take your child that you are tired of and put him in the police. It can never be done. They will never be good. All right, Emmanuel, Take your thank child. You very much. Take your child. Let me round off. Uh, no, Take uh, your child who has a first class degree and if. All right, Emmanuel, we're out of time, but thank you very much. There will be a lot of time for us to talk about the security uh, from 5 p.m. Let me remind you, I just put this out there as a teaser so that at 5 p.m., uh, the questions. Like Emmanuel has asked, um, how do we make the police uh, force better, especially the ones we see 
and um, serve us in Lagos State, or we serve them sometimes in Lagos State, or two, um, what to do uh, in dealing with rogue policemen. Uh, uh, commissioner says you can get out your device and then uh, capture them, and they will work with that. I uh, don't know how that doesn't put you in ham's way, but we'll talk about that uh, at 5 p.m. Up next um, is um, Glass Ceiling with Sandra Ezekwesi. It's a, it's a, re a repeat, ver repeat edition, uh, but I assure you I've, I did enjoy it when it went out uh, on the 20th of December. This the second time is going out, and I think there's a lot for you to learn. I'm Aogo Obo. Please keep listening. This is the Big Three. The Big Three. On the Hard Facts. On 99.3 Nigeria Info.